0: Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Hey, you know, there's been a lot in the news about artificial intelligence. So I want to kind of dig into that topic a little bit, some things that have happened somewhat recently and sort of the progress that's being made and what that might Mean? What are the implications as we look forward into the future? And, you know, it reminded me of this uh, mathematician, Alan Turing, who was sort of the leader of the group um, that broke the uh, Enigma Code, Germany's Enigma Code in World War II. And around that time, maybe a little bit later, he was really focused on uh, the idea of developing a, a machine uh, that could learn from its own experience, and, um, he later, not long after that, uh, conceptualized what he, what he called the imitation game, but what ultimately uh, is now known as the Turing test, where the idea is that you're sort of interacting with something and you can't distinguish uh, between what, as to whether it's human or a machine, whether it's a computer. And um, so the Turing test has sort of been something that's been out there. And when we look back at history, there's things like, I think it was the late 90s, that uh, a computer from IBM beat the reigning world chess champion. But boy, today, whether it's self-driving cars, cars driving around without a, 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 a driver, or you know, chat support on a website, you really sometimes can't tell whether you're dealing with a, a person or, or a computer you know, driven by AI. And, um, and so there's things like that, even sort of the idea of the meta world or a virtual world. There's going to be a time when you're just not going to be able to tell whether you're interacting with a human or a computer, basically. So that, yeah, that's sort of where we are. But something that happened uh, late in 2022 is the release of a, a simple, uh, it's not a simple service, but a, a simply delivered service called ChatGPT. Um, and, and with this, it's basically kind of handed people this um, sort of chat bot that will basically do things for you um, uh, like a person would. And so we want to get into that. What is ChatGPT and, uh, and what are the implications of it, uh, some competing services and AI more generally? Now, before we jump into it, I do want to point out that we've, uh, when we're developing our approach to investing for uh, clients, we do uh, have what I think of as a long-term investment theme framework. So we have actually five major themes. I'm just going to list them real quickly. Securing strategic resources, uh, shifting demographics, the new consumer, productive competition. And then the last one, which is applicable to this discussion uh, a lot, is the fourth industrial revolution. And um, essentially with that, the idea is that there is a blurring of the lines between uh, the the physical and, and sort of virtual worlds. And, of course, AI is sort of a, a really good example of that. Uh, so think of it as, as as the team really focusing on these different uh, themes. And, um, and so while AI plays a, a role across all of them, it's sort of anchored in that fourth industrial revolution concept. In any event, back to uh, ChatGPT. So launched by this company called OpenAI, um, essentially a, a user can... Um, ask this thing kind of anything so i i for example have had it write a poem i've had it summarize an article i've had it draft an email i've actually had it write a song but there's stories of people having it build computer codes or programming writing a novel uh honestly doing school papers uh drafting social media posts emails uh maybe I, I had it actually uh, summarize some regulations for s- something my wife was dealing with and and it's just incredible really i mean basically comes back with a response you can give it a sort of a word count on how long you want the response to be or if it's a song or something you can tell it what key or a style or whatever and it it'll come back um but it's also really really quick so Uh, Anyway, I think what's wild about it is that it's, you know, a sort of a new thing. It'll get developed, it'll get refined, uh, but right out of the box, if you will, it's very, very powerful. And it's gotten the attention of some of the bigger tech companies. So, for example, Google has launched a a competing chatbot called Bard, um, and its sort of angle is to be a little bit more natural in, in terms of conversational interaction, queries, and responses. Um, uh, there's a service called Chatsonic, which I guess is designed to help companies personalize client interactions. And then GitHub, which is sort of this place that programmers use to kind of store code and keep track of versions and things like that. They have a system they call their GitHub Copilot, which is an AI tool that actually helps developers write and complete code. So this stuff is going to kind of get dropped in. Uh, all around uh, in our view, and uh, it's just the reality of things. So, you know, as it relates to uh, how some of this stuff is being done, we know these days that this is driven by the volume of data that's out there. So, you know, emails, data patterns, things that are being read by sensors, all all kinds of things are going to be sort of the input to AI. And a couple of examples would be robotic surgery. So this is the idea of AI being used to drive... Robots doing surgery, obviously with the precision of moving the instruments and, uh, and improving decision-making sort of real-time based on the data coming in uh, from the patient. Another really good example is precision uh, agriculture. And this is really using AI to optimize crop yield. So really while uh, reducing resource usage and monitoring the health of the plants, that kind of thing. And again, these are just sort of simple examples. Now, what are the implications when we look forward? Um, I, I like to say that AI is is, is a uh, resource, if you will, that can be used, uh, quote unquote, by humans to be more productive. So if I say, hey, I want you to summarize this, summarize this article, oh, I can kind of get the gist of an article without having to read the long article if I don't have time and I just want a ser- service like ChatGPT to summarize it. Um, but also, uh, of course, AI can be used instead of humans to get um, to get things done. So imagine if this idea of developing code um, that kind of takes off a little bit, you know, and you can have it do at least first versions of code. You you, you know, obviously, programmers are uh, expensive, and you know, you can just imagine. So therefore, even higher skilled workers being displaced, and so we have to be mindful of that—the sort of the cultural implications. And the economic implications, Uh, and, you know, this happens where new technology shows up and then certain kinds of uh, roles are sort of displaced or adjusted. Um, And and by the way, there are some, we don't think this will happen, but there are some more extreme thinkers that believe that AI could drive an extinction-level event, the idea of of the AI kind of taking over. And again, we don't think that's going to happen, but that's just something that's out in the news. In any event, just to close out, um, you know, it, it's been interesting to watch. So this idea that we go back to, the, to World War II and some really basic computer work that was done by Alan Turing um, uh, to help with the Enigma code and solve that and help with the war and all that, he was a brilliant fellow who really conceptualized the idea of a learning computer and the idea of ultimately the Turing test. And here we are today where really we can't often distinguish between computers and humans. And so um, we're sort of at this point in history where AI is really becoming um, a, a sort of a, a part of our process. Um, and, and with things like ChatGPT and BARD and uh, GitHub, uh, GitHub services, um, you know, essentially the co-pilot, the, the, the idea is that, hey, this is sort of being woven into our workflow, and we have to be mindful of it. So I, I will just remind you that as, as investors, we kind of have this theme framework. This fits right into it. It's sort of been influencing it across all five of our themes, but especially the fourth industrial revolution. And so we're mindful of this capabilities, uh, companies that provide it, companies that use it as we're doing our work uh, to invest for clients. So again, thanks so much for listening uh, to to this episode, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.